0: Welcome to Dancing on Water, a podcast bringing you stories of faith and how they interact with church and missions. Here we go. Welcome to Dancing on Water. This is a podcast sponsored by Heart for Mexico. We're excited to kick off our second season. Uh, We are a ministry here in Mexico focusing on four main heartbeats. We start churches here in Mexico. We have our Nana's House orphanage with a girls' and boys' home. We have a uh, Heart for Mexico School of Missions, which is a a school that trains uh, future leaders to plant churches and, and, and lead in churches and we work with short-term mission teams from around the world who come down to spend some time here with us. And uh, yeah, we're excited to get back at this. We feel like we are through um, all the different storms of the pandemic and we're ready to uh, have some good conversations. We want to keep you guys updated on what's going on here in Mexico and uh, just just try to encourage you as well. We are, uh, as always, so thankful for all of you, all of you guys who who support us, who, who pray for our minister here. And um, as we've come through this time, more than ever, uh, we've just seen the hand of God on what we're doing here. And we know uh, that so many of you who are obedient with, with monthly giving and, and one-time gifts, you guys make all the difference. We've seen really cool gains here in, uh, on the mission field. And yeah, we're, just, we're so thankful that you guys are with us, that you guys are obedient, and uh, we're excited about what is to come. So today, we're gonna uh, we have a conversation that I recorded with uh, Pastor Dwight Hanson, who is the. Uh the senior leader of Heart for Mexico. He's the senior pastor of our churches here, and um, he is the founder of this ministry. And we just talked a little bit about coming through this pandemic and uh, this new season we're in, and uh, we can kind of see some momentum in in every area of uh, Heart for Mexico. And we're just, we're excited about it. We're excited about what is to come. So enjoy this update and this conversation with Pastor Dwight Hansen. Well, thank you, Pastor Dwight, for taking the time to come on and talk for a little while. Glad to have you. That's great to be here. It's good.
1: Good to do this.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to start the the second season here of the podcast. And um, as an organization, uh, Heart for Mexico here, we we definitely feel like we're back in the swing of things. Um, we've recently had teams start back up again. And yeah, churches are going strong, and um, just wanted to kind of ask you to give us a bit of an update from your perspective on how uh, how things are going here.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very exciting to see the, you know, the storm rescinding or heading back or whatever you want to say, <laughs> yeah. you know, going backwards. We've been um, through quite an ordeal like the, the whole rest of the world, but, um, you know, we're seeing our church services are filling up people yeah. are but even above that people are worshiping again they're they're really uh, excited about what god's doing they're doing a lot of outreach and a lot of um you know, helping people in need and it's it's just been a season of uh Encouraging season for that for us in that way you know
0: yeah there's definitely been like a shift of i guess momentum where it feels like people are hungry again to come back to church and yeah be involved and see stuff growing
1: yeah for a while there i felt like you know even church services seemed a little bit dead to me yeah uh yeah. you know we we're just we we're we we're run, running everybody through one hour services doing 5 on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because limited limited, seating, num- limited yeah. seating exactly and and so being able to get back to where, you know, we've got all our seats back in our main auditorium uh in the Topeka Church and um people are coming in and it's it's really uh exciting. People are excited and v- Still have a few masks out yeah, there. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah. uh, overall, it's been it's been really receding. It's it's going back. And it's, it's been like we just had our
0: our um, school emissions just did their end of year trip, so we completed another year of that. And uh, yeah, the boys' home, Nana's house, boys' home. Uh, you know more about that than I do, but it's coming coming along.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we started construction right at the beginning of the year. Okay, and uh, we just last week poured the concrete for the roof of the of the building so it's it's up basically the structures up and now it's all the smooth walling and electrical and plumbing and finish work and all that and
0: we have a tentative hopeful date for i think december i heard is that right
1: well that's yeah that's my deadline i would like to see us the boys living in the home by christmas awesome yeah
0: Awesome, one of the things that's really stuck out to me, and I know we've talked about this a lot, is uh, and I just want to say a quick thank you to everyone because as we talk about our, as you know, the boys home and um, even the churches staying alive and all that through this whole long ordeal with the pandemic, um, we've we've been able to do it. So many people have been giving, praying, giving, and just want to say thank you to uh, everyone who's been a part of all of this. Absolutely, I know it's been miracle story after miracle story for for all the provision we've seen. And it's it's just it's crazy now to look back um, over two years later and see that everything is still moving yeah.
1: along. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, going back to the boys' home, uh, about at the beginning of the year also, like close to $70,000 was raised. Wow, yeah. And uh, it, that's about half of what we're expecting to spend. But still, I mean, we were able to just...
0: Yeah, get really started quickly. Yeah,
1: work full blown. the The other one took quite a long time.
0: Yeah, the girls' home. Yeah, the uh, it's it's just a. I think one of the biggest things I've seen through this whole season is how God's provision is not necessary. It's not tied to what's happening in the world, and yeah. it's encouraging now with all the different news about inflation and everything else. It's as missionaries and a missionary organization. It's just been amazing to see that God has provided, continues to provide, makes a way, things keep moving forward even when the rest of the world seems like it's in a panic.
1: Yeah. Even the, the title of this um, podcast, you know, Dancing on the Water, yeah. I mean, that that came out of the idea that we started walking on the water, but after a while, you just get used to it. I mean, in a sense, you, you become... Uh, expecting that god's going to provide i mean god has pulled us through things i cannot imagine you know and and every time i've got i've i've thought well there's there's no other source there's no other place that we can get funding to do what we have to do and god just literally raises up from from out of nowhere someone with a heart to give and yeah And so we've seen incredible miracles and this has gone on year after year, but, but through the pandemic, it was, it's, it was impressive to see how God not only helped us make it through, but literally prospered us to be able to build this. Yeah. We got into the girls home during the pandemic and now we'll get into the boys home.
0: Yeah, no, it, it truly has been amazing. One of the, things that we missed out on for these last couple of years was the ability for all of our churches to come together. Um, pre pandemic, we would do two conferences a year and, and all the churches is in churches in Mexico, all the pastors and leaders would come here to Topeak. Um, and, and we'd have, you know, three day conference and we could all hang out and be encouraged and see each other. And we missed out on that. We had to cancel for two years running. And this yeah. year, uh, just this last April, um, we were able to for the first time again, Get all the churches, uh, you know, Tijuana and and down south, and everybody came in together, and we were able to just kind of be together as a church, as an organization. And uh, you shared a message uh, during that conference that I just wanted to talk a little bit about. Ask you about. Um, I feel like when we record these podcasts, one of the goals is to obviously give an update on what's happening with the ministry here on the mission field and stuff, but also just to be an encouragement. I know there's so many churches and. Uh, in the U.S. and, and beyond to people, pastors, leaders that are facing, you know, the same issues and same challenges. And I thought it was really encouraging what you shared with our entire team and organization. I just want to kind of ask you to talk through a little bit about, talk through a little bit of that with, with us.
1: Yeah, well, what what really was on my heart is that uh, we always come back, uh, you know, a little bit Arnold Schwarzenegger is there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, but I'll be back. Yeah. We we you know, there was this kind of like threat from the enemy of like, well, this is it. You yeah. know, you're you're in a dead end, there's no coming back from this. Talked about heard people talking about churches closing and and people just throwing in the towel and failure on all, all kinds of fronts and different leaders, and and I was reminded we used to sing it when I was a young Christian, the uh, Isaiah chapter 35, when it says, uh, "And the redeemed of the Lord shall return, and uh, and come with singing unto Zion, and uh, joy and gladness will be on their heads." And just you know how the people of Israel return from captivity and, uh, how, how incredible, you know, it is to come back. And, yeah. um, <clears throat> the, the fact of the matter is, is the Bible is full of people, full of, uh, examples of people that, you know, had a big comeback. I think of Jose, I'm sorry, of Joseph, yeah. <laughs> Jose <laughs> in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I think of Joseph, you know, he was, uh, thrown in a pit and, mm. and, uh, falsely accused of, you know, of attempted rape, I guess, of Pharaoh's, uh, I mean, of, of Potiphar's wife and then thrown into the, the dungeon. And, and then, uh, you know, and one night he goes from the, the dungeon to the palace Yeah. and, uh, but, I, you know, I know the story is so emotional and incredible when his brothers come back. That's right, yeah. And, uh, you know, he says, you know, you meant this for evil, but God meant it for good. And uh, it can look like everything is done, everything's over. There's no other opportunity. But we have a... We have a... a a calling and anointing, an ability to come back. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, um, I think of so many people in the Bible that came back. One guy that I'm impressed with is, you know, Paul and Barnabas were working together. Yep. Yeah. And they invited John Mark, I believe was related to Barnabas. And there was uh, a point in the missionary journey where john mark went home basically he didn't make it you know and so uh then on a, a in the future travel or journey they um invited uh, barnabas wanted him to go again and paul said no and they had a big conflict i mean such a conflict that they separated and um you know, you think of the Apostle Paul, and you know, well, he wouldn't have conf, and yet here he is fighting with his friend over this guy, and then um, years later, you know, in Second Timothy, he says, uh, "Hey, bring John Mark, yeah, because uh, he's uh he's useful to me in the ministry," and that's you know it's like that's the same thing that can be told can come to our minds like in relationships like not this one's dead this one there's no possibility no future in it but um you know it it is possible to come back and it is possible for people to return to the church who have left during this time right, and, yeah. and um uh, <clears throat> so uh you know the the list of people that have made comebacks is if you like google it or something it's endless it's just you know amazing I, i i i one of my heroes in history is winston churchill and you know he was in his uh desert years for probably more than a decade after the first world war and and yet he had this great comeback when he became the, uh, you know, the prime minister of England. Um, there's there's tons of them. You know, Steve Jobs was fired from Apple and returned in uh, a decade later. And you know, it it is easy to think about how, uh, man, this is over. This is gone. And yet here we have example after example, after example of people who've come back. And so I believe it's time for our great comeback, you know, and, um, uh, I know. Yeah,
0: and I think the reason I wanted to talk about it a little bit is you could feel it in the room. We had this conference and we had, you know, our pastors come in from all over the country and some of them are a little bit more isolated than others. And, so in a way some of this whole pandemic process hit some of those guys really hard you know they're hours outside of town here in a small town in mexico just doing their best to pastor and um, they really felt the closures hard that we had to endure and and you could definitely sense and we've seen it we have pastor friends in the u.s and other other places that are just so many have have just felt like this hopelessness you know i mean you know people have left the church and yeah they're just not making it financially and it's almost like this just, we've seen a lot of people leave ministry, honestly. Yeah. A lot of people have decided yeah. to leave. And um, it was it was an amazing, hopeful feeling as we were all together. Uh, and you were, you were giving this message and we were, I just, you could feel it in the room. All these guys of <laughs> like, yeah, this is, it's true. Like yeah. we can come back. Like there, there's no reason this has to be the end for any anyone. And yeah. um, that'd be my hope for anyone listening is like there, there's no reason that this defines who we are what we're yeah. doing i mean there's always the, the miracle you know relationships can be restored and church can grow again and we can get excited again about what we're doing and uh, i think that was one of the things that people just got so tired mentally or yeah. you know, just exhausted from trying to make decisions you
1: know the the key i think for all of us and i'm i'm sure there's many things but one of the f- facts that that i've really considered is the people who are still standing mm, yeah. are the people that can come back i mean yeah. it's just it. it's not that you behaved perfectly or right. you were yeah. the smartest or you were the luckiest or something like that it's it you know if if you're still standing you're in the position to come back
0: yeah that's and, good
1: and um yeah. you know that's that's where i i, I tried to encourage A number of people you know don't make a don't make a big decision right now don't don't make a big change wait until this thing passes and uh, there were a few people that didn't didn't listen and they've made that decision to you know quit their job or quit their ministry and go try something else and it did not go well yeah for any any folks like that you know it's just it's just not the time to make these radical big decisions, I think you know we're, we're now we're coming back. Now it, it is time we can do that. But in the time it was just like hang on, you know, hold on, don't don't throw in the towel. We say that a lot in Spanish. You yeah, know, yeah. don't throw in the towel. But uh, it is very important that that you just keep on standing, keep on believing. Don't give don't give ground because that's what the enemy's ultimate goal was. Uh, you could say whatever you like, but this pandemic was a true attack on the church of Jesus Christ yeah. in the world. And it it, uh, I know that everybody in the world suffered, but uh, churches were really dealt a, a rough blow, uh, being shut down and things like that. And uh,
0: So, like, what about, you know, the, I know that there's still so many people that are kind of almost like hung over from this pandemic. You know, I mean, there's just guys who are tired and that are considering doing something else or, or they're just not sure, you know, even pastors of our churches just feel like the, the, the tiredness. I know there's a ton of, of our friends in the U S and all, all over. What, what would you say, you know, in response to guys just saying, I'm just, I'm tired now. Now that we're done with this, now that you can kind of breathe, you know, we're past the crises, and now that it is time to move forward, like what would be the, the advice you would yeah, give? I, th-
1: I think the danger was that, you know, we, people took on battles and causes and and uh, began to carry things that have nothing to do with what they're supposed to be doing so I would say that what we need to do is take on Jesus yoke right now yeah. which is just love people serve God, love God love others, you know, serve him uh, from the heart uh, not try to accomplish some other goal you know Um, and so I I think it's funny even with numbers you know we were pretty big into what we call matrix you know talking about uh, how many people came and and uh, I mean less people are coming now and it does not bother me at all Uh, because it's like you know I'm just called to do love those who God brings in and care for them. And, you know, I'm I'm sad about some people that didn't make it that threw in the towel and even more so for those who we lost, uh, who died in this time. But, um, but my calling has not changed.
0: That's really good. And,
1: uh, if, if my yoke is, you know, some political agenda, some, you know, against masks or some dumb thing, you know, it's like that, that's what'll tire you out. Yeah. That's what'll make you want to throw in the towel. But if we just get back to what we are originally originally called for return to our first love, uh, everything um, starts to balance out, you know, and come into order. And
0: we've talked a lot about how the, the pandemic in this whole season really revealed a lot too like yeah. and so if if we were standing on any kind of idolatry or even in the church you know things like you said numbers i know a lot of guys get yeah. caught up it's easy to get caught up in that kind of stuff but it's like that all that stuff kind of seemed like it was burned away and it kind of left us with what we yeah. were left with you know and
1: yeah and anybody who was in the church with a you know out of some weird motive out of some obligation or you know uh just had had become cold in their hearts toward uh you know they got cold love as the Bible calls it yeah uh you know if 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 that was the case when this thing hit all those I mean those were the first people to kind of get cut from
0: yeah that that quit coming you're yeah that yeah. They quit
1: coming yeah it was they were pruned off right away but um you know and some of them have come back and if they come back they seem to have a better Attitude too, you know, and yeah, you you could just measure like on on Sunday or even on Wednesday night. You know, I see, I look out and I see almost everybody in the church has their hands raised. Right, there's kind of they're they're singing, they're praising, they're. So even if there's less
0: people, there's kind of a different level of
1: passion or yeah, yeah, appreciation. It's from from the heart. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's anything that was just tradition and just. Mm obligation you know that that really kills uh, the atmosphere of a church yeah and so you know we have to every once in a while we have to reduce it back down to this is I'm doing this because I'm called this is from the heart and it it really is uh, exciting when you get people that have the same calling in the place, you know, serving God, it's 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 an exciting thing. So yeah,
0: and even one of our churches, our church in Aguascalientes, which was started during the pandemic, uh, uh, Pastor Tony and his family moved and started the church. We we actually saw that church grow, um, and, and it's interesting because it was, you know, they had to start with all these different rules and everything because they were in the pandemic. But uh, it seems like they would have that same atmosphere you're talking about same attitude because it was kind of grew out of this season where you could really only go to church if you really wanted to go to church yeah
1: yeah yeah it was it's a lot more difficult than it used to be
0: yeah and and now that we're we're seeing um kind of this like this momentum which you kind of mentioned earlier it's definitely shifted into something that's exciting again don't you think like after coming out of this
1: oh absolutely yeah it's 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 like returning to your first love you know it's exciting to really be into church and into being together and seeing what god is doing and you know expecting more expecting miracles and great things you know
0: yeah and we're in this Uh, position where we're finishing our our boys home Um, we want to build another building on that same property we're seeing the churches come back strong our bible school our our school of missions is going to have a a bigger class this next um 2022 2023 school year. So we're seeing everything come back and it definitely gives you this this hope of we saw God do so much. I mean, seriously, all the provision, everything he did, and now we know and and really have this faith for this next season.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and part of that is the the new we we're calling it a campus, but yeah. We're gonna basically extend uh, our main church here in Topeka to the other side of town, over by the orphanage, and um, that's gonna that's gonna be interesting, you know. So we're gathering everything. It is amazing how much it requires, yeah, yeah. To, you know, to start a church, um, and and yet we're gathering everything, slowly making plans for the building out front and and just want to start uh, you know, a campus on that side of town where there's most of the growth of Topeka has been. And so uh, we're expecting to be able to reach people that wouldn't come over to this side of town, and that's exciting. Yeah,
0: and it's been exciting to go out there and do events and outreach and other yeah. Things. So yeah. It, it, it kind of feels like yeah we're back in the groove here as a ministry, definitely. and. Um, not that it really slowed down, besides for where we, we had to slow down, but it's just, it feels like there's like a new, it's a new season.
1: Yeah, no question, yeah. And uh, that's what we're wanting, is to see more churches planted and uh, more people trained and encouraged. And it looks like we're going to have a good uh, amount of students for the Bible school, the mission school this year. And um, yeah, we're we're... We're back in the swing of it, back in the saddle.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, yeah, it's exciting, and um, we're looking forward to what God is going to do in this new season. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure you'll be, you'll be back on soon to, to give us more updates and encouragement, but thank you so much for taking the time to do this.
1: Oh, you're welcome. It's my privilege. It's good to be together.
0: Thank you all so much for listening uh, to this episode. You can expect a new episode every couple of weeks. In the meantime, if you would like more information, check out h4mx.com.